0: I always say physical clutter is mental clutter. And you know what we do? We have all this stuff in our house with like strange emotional attachments to lots of things like the jeans we're going to fit in one day or that Mm -hmm. piece we paid too much money for. to get rid of. And you know, when we finally start to like address some of that stuff, it opens up margin just not in our homes, but in our hearts and our brains
1: as well. Welcome to the For the Love podcast with me, Jen Hatmaker. Hi, it's time to spring back with Emily Lay this week, as I give you some new thoughts related to the topic of simplifying your life. Oh my gosh. And share some incredible insight from Emily drawn from our original podcast chat. All right, friends, here's the thing. We're all on our phones a lot. I know this, you know this, it happens, but I am going to make a little confession here. Sometimes I'm not on my phone for work. Sometimes I just cannot read another single solitary email or text thread or think about real life. Sometimes I just need a little brain break from it all. And those are the times that I might just be tapping into best fiends. Have you heard about this? It's this playful little puzzle game you play right from your phone. And you guys, it is fun. Now I'm not like a traditional phone game type of girl, because first of all, you know me in technology. But Best Fiends is different. It's almost too fun, and it's easy to catch on. Plus, they are always coming out with new levels, thousands of them, and new events. So you're always on your toes, and it keeps you feeling challenged and engaged. What I also love are the adorable, collectible characters. It's all just, I don't know, like whimsical and cute. And we just need that kind of thing right now. I recently took my first work trip in a long time, and you better believe I was playing Best Fiends during some of that travel downtime. So, download the five star rated puzzle game, Best Fiends, free today on the App Store or Google Play. So, that's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Hey guys, Jen Hatmaker here, your very happy host of the For the Love podcast glad you are back with us as we are continuing to move forward in our Spring Back series. I know for a fact that I am not the only one that is starting to feel this little renewed, little baby kernel sense of hope as we move through spring into the summer months right? The world looks like it's starting to open back up. We're getting vaccinated. Things are coming back. It's lighter. It's brighter. It feels, well, more normal than it has in a very long time. I feel it in my body and I cannot wait. So before we get into the beautiful days of summer, God, please get them here. (laughs) Please get us out of school. (laughs) I wanted us to take a little look at the past, because I think we're far enough out to say this without irony. Hindsight is 2020, friends. Just because we are moving into a new season, it doesn't give us a pass to lose what we learned in the last one, right? We too can have that growth that happens in our hearts and in our souls and our families, and not just from the earth. As these new beautiful flowers bloom, all my trees are budding right now. I mean, oh, we get that too. We also get to come back to life. It really feels like a good time to take stock of who we are, right? After this year, doesn't it? Who we want to be and also how we can get there, how we can accomplish that. So if you've been here a while, you, <laughs> you know you know that I'm a calendar and a planner gal, like the paper kind, right? Get out of here with the one on my computer. I just like them. Okay. They just help me. They help me do all the stuff. I know, I know that I would be a disaster without one. I don't know if I've told you this, but I save all my paper calendars too. You guys, I have them going back almost 15 years <laughs> because it's fun to look back at like Jen of, of 2011 and be like, what was I doing? understand half the stuff I wrote down. For those of you who don't know, the simplified brand of planners, they're my one true love. They have been my one and only planner for the last five years. I found them five years ago, and I have never deviated since. And by the way, I buy mine. So for anybody who's like, Jen's just saying that because she's in a partnership with it, I buy mine with my dollars. They have helped so many busy moms and professionals actually manage their time and days. They're their own brand of magic. Trust me, they've got a bunch of awesome stuff built in. It's not just like, here's a square to write down your dentist appointment. It has really thoughtful ways to expand your notes, to do long range planning, to sort of be encouraged with little words and phrases. And I use my planner well outside just the month I'm in. I use all the other pages too. It's absolutely full. And you know who else (laughs) is her own brand of magic? The one and only owner and CEO of Simplified, Mrs. Emily Lay, speak of. I hope you're following Emily. She is one of the brightest lights in the digital space. She really is. Not only, you guys, did she launch the Simplified Planners as a way to organize her own life, but she did so while raising three kids and has since turned her venture into this thriving woman-owned and led business. I mean, really, it's It's an empire at this point. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but it is. She is a rock star in every way, shape, and form. I really admire her. I really respect what she created and what she built and the way in which she did it. So the episode where Emily joined us to talk about simplifying our lives is like as applicable today as when we first broadcast it, if not more. Like, if not more. I'm looking at all of us right now, like pressing our little faces to the windows of the normal real world going, we're almost there. Like, it's coming. Like, it is coming. So I don't think any of us want to reemerge with junk. If this year has taught us anything, it's like, what really matters and what doesn't? Like, let's purge it all emotionally, mentally, relationally, and then also physically. Like, let's come back into real life with like open hands, with clean spaces, with clean heads, right? With clear minds. Emily helps us see that we actually get to do that. We can do that. We have permission to do that. We can say no to things and get this. Uh, it'll make our lives so much easier. And people will actually respect us for having boundaries as opposed to being yes, 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 all the time, yes, people. But one of my big takeaways was how she invites us to become caretakers for our own souls. I really love this. Really, really love it. You know I love this. You've been watching me do this. I've been learning and doing this in real time on a daily basis. So this for me hits new. This hits hard and it feels fresh to me after this last year in my life because she makes a great case why we deserve more than always being on the back burner and how it's not just good for us, it's good for everyone in our lives. We deserve it and the people that we love deserve our best us. I believe this. I believe this. So since we first talked with Emily, a lot has happened in her world, as you would imagine. The Simplified brand actually launched their latest planners into the world. They are darling per usual. She's written a new book, which just came out this year, called Growing Boldly, Dare to Build a Life You Love. Okay, right on the nose. Her merchandise has been featured in Target In Office Depot. Plus, she's joined us here in the podcast ranks with her own weekly show called The Simplified Podcast. It has the perfect little bite sized episodes that are so dreamy and so calming and so sweet, just like she is. I love the work that she's putting out to the world. I love this sense. We say this a lot. We have a lot of words in our kind of common vernacular about simplifying and clearing space and making room for our highest points of contribution and including parts of the story that we love and having the courage to eliminate the parts that we don't. But now it just feels real to me. It just feels more real to me after this year than it ever felt. And so, I mean, I'm 46 years old and I'm like, I also want to build a life I love. I want to build a life I love. And that's what I want. That's what I want my legacy to be. I want it for my my kids. I want it for my best friends and my family. I want to do this with intention. I don't want to get 10 years down the road and realize life just happened to me for another decade without being in my own driver's seat. This feels as important to me now, maybe, as it ever has. So, friends... Here is a piece of our chat from a couple of years ago. I hope you enjoyed as much this time around as you did the first. This was a highly ranked episode. I think one of our highest ranks ranked episode of that year. Like downloaded and downloaded and downloaded again. So, But for those of you who are new here, I hope you find joy and see that it is more than possible to grow boldly in who you are and who you were always meant to be just by living simply. Living Doesn't it sound nice? Doesn't that sound like a relief? living simply. So enjoy this conversation with the one and only my friend, Emily Lane.
0: Honestly the best thing that's helped us is to have a central family calendar and uh-huh. I just got some like cheap dry erase thing from Target and I put it in the middle of our living room. It's not it's not like the cutest decor to go right. to the living room, but who cares? It helps us figure out who's going where, what's for dinner and honestly like what's going on. So having a central family calendar has helped us a ton and also just looking at your schedule and saying, what can I say no to? Are there things Mm. that that are, like we said, that are good, but maybe not good right now. So you Mm. you can say, thank you, but no, thank you. I'll do this later. Um, Freeing up just some empty space in your day is so, Oh my goodness. It's so valuable. And I, I don't know about you, but I've gotten in places where I'm like, okay, I have six and a half minutes in the car from my house to the preschool. I can turn (laughs) trolls on the trolls soundtrack on and they can listen to that. And I'll take a conference call for four and a half of those minutes. And then we'll sit in the parking lot and I'll answer two email. I mean, like, what is this life? What
1: is life? No,
0: just don't do that to yourself. And I, that
1: feels like nursing with a baby on a conference, on a conference call. call. It's like the exactly. same sort of hustle.
0: <laughs> done it. Terrible. So, you know, I just I just finally told myself, I don't have to do all the things. I just don't. Nobody is standing there telling me that I have to do all the things. I don't have to be all the room moms. I don't have to be all, yes. you know, all the volunteers for all the things. I don't have to do all the work things. Um, and so I just said no. And nothing mm. fell apart. You know, it's it's okay.
1: I say that all the time when I learned to say no a couple of years ago and it was with much trepidation that I did it because I was, I'm a yes person. Like my yes valve is just constantly open apparently. Right. And so I just, I felt like a no was going to be catastrophic in some way. I I wasn't sure what, but it felt that way. And yet when you start handing out no's politely with respect, nobody dies. Nobody dies. and They don't. You know, and a lot of it's superfluous. Right. That's what I learned. I didn't, I didn't even really need to be doing all that in the first place. Right.
0: Yes. Absolutely. And you never know when you say no. Well, when you say yes to one thing, you're saying no to something else, even though you don't, you may not realize it. That's right. Um, and the same could be same for physical stuff, like how much stuff we have in our house,
1: in our Oh, I like this. You know, Talk about that a little bit. Oh,
0: man. It, I honestly, it's the foundational part of simplifying your life when there's stuff all around you, all around your home, calling for your attention. Every little thing is sending you a message. Um, mm. It's overwhelming mentally. So I always say physical clutter is mental clutter. And you know what we do? We have all this stuff in our house with like strange emotional attachments to lots of things like the jeans we're going to fit in one day or that mm. we paid too much money for to get rid of. <laughs> and you know, when we when we finally start to like address some of that stuff, it opens up margin, just not in in our homes, but in our hearts and our brains Mm. as well. Um, And so like a tactical thing I would say with your, with your home is to be ruthless. And I, I got to take a line from, from, for the love from you, let yourself off the hook. If yeah. you, if you've spent too much money on a couple of things, forgive yourself for doing that, put it in a garage sale, donate it, um, gift it to a friend, walk around your house with a trash bag and just start collecting things to throw away. And then walk around with another one and start collecting things to donate. Um, actually was just talking to a friend earlier about towels, for example, Mm. (laughs) and how many towels we have. And like some of them have bleach spots on them and some of them have to be washed separately. And that's just silly. So a couple of years ago I went out and this is another good tip from my mom. Went out. Took all of our towels, took them to the um, dog shelter and donated to oh, them. Oh, yeah. Them. They loved it. And I went to Target and I bought the $3 really cheap white thin towels. Yeah. Let me tell you, those thin towels dry faster. They don't smell yeah. weird. And you can bleach them. <laughs> easy, right?
1: <laughs> easy. All the same. Every towel in the same load. Every just towel in the same load. load.
0: And then every bathroom has the same towel. It's not like, oh, the blue one goes here and the pink one goes here. Totally. That's just too many decisions. The The least amount of decisions you can have to make during a day, the easier your mind's going to be and just the, the freer you're going to feel.
1: It's so true. Um, Brandon and I went... I'm a I'm a declutterer by nature. I'm not super sentimental. And I I like clean. It's just what you said. Just for me, like clean spaces equals clean mind. Yeah. That's that's when I thrive. And the opposite is true too. And so in last month, we went through several closets and drawers that had just succumbed to disorder. Yes. I mean, yeah. absolute entropy. And it's so funny because what you say is the truth. What it what it does to your like emotional well being. <laughs> we had one closet that we absolutely gutted, cleaned out entirely. Gave away, threw away, organized, the whole thing. I mean, I'm telling you for probably four solid days, I would just walk past it, open the door and look at it. That's so great. It gave me such a good feeling. I was like, you know what? I don't have control over everything in my life, but look at this freaking but closet. Lo-
0: you look at that closet. That is. So, that's exactly it. If you can tackle your house, I mean, even opening your drawers in your kitchen. Why? Why do you have three carrot peelers? Are yeah, you going to be why? peeling with three hands? You do not need three carrot peelers. You need one it's carrot true. peeler, unless you're doing. It's it. True.
1: Why do I have seventeen spatulas? Why? Why? I exactly. cannot explain it.
0: So imagine this: you open your kitchen drawer. And you look at it, and all you see are the best, your favorite, and the essential. The end.
1: Yeah, nothing else. Why aren't people telling us that more? I, I think <laughs> like it feels so uh, liberating right. to imagine. So think about the gal who's listening right now. It's the beginning of the year. This is just the moment that a lot of us want to. We want to just go yard sale here. We want to clean out. Yeah. We want to simplify. We want to organize. Yeah. But. For most women, it's a super overwhelming task. Oh, yeah. I mean, we're talking about a whole house oh, yeah. plus the garage. Everything is crazy. Right. How, how, what would you suggest to her Like on getting started, on making this manageable? Do you have like some granular tips yeah. to even just starting the engine here?
0: I do. Buy a bag. Buy a box of trash bags, first of all. Okay. Um, Number one. The, that is the only thing you need to buy. And I sell day planners for a living, so I can, I can sell you a planner. Okay. You do not need a planner. You do not need anything. You yeah. need... You need trash bags, trash bags, and then you need a plan. And your plan is that you start in the hardest area and that is your kitchen because we spend so much time there. Now you can also start in your master closet because that can be a little difficult bringing, you know, others, spouses, whomever on board. Mm -hmm. Um, But eventually they'll start to see the freedom in it too. I know my husband, he definitely has, but a couple of tips. Do not spend a single dollar because as you go through your kitchen, for set, let's say, um, you will start to look at your pantry. You take everything out of your pantry, okay? Whatever it is you're cleaning, you take everything out. Then you touch every single item as you're putting it back in, and you make a decision about every single thing that you're going to keep. So when you're organizing your pantry, you might think, I really need some beautiful clear boxes mm-hmm. from the container store that I can line up beautifully to make a cool Instagram photo. No, you don't. No, you don't. What you do is you write a note to yourself and say, I could use a couple of boxes in here to hold all these bags of oatmeal or whatever you have going on. And then when you're cleaning out your guest room closet two hours later, you find randomly boxes you didn't know you had, and boom, they go in your pantry. You didn't have to spend a thing.
1: Um, That is so true.
0: I mean, I could go on and on. But my one other tip is – We often look at certain parts of our lives and think, if I just had the right organizational tool, I could fix it. If I just had the right shoe rack, my 17 Mm -hmm. pairs of flip-flops would be organized and the problem would be gone. And so we go and buy the shoe rack and we put all of our flip-flops on our rack. And do you know what happens? It becomes an absolute mess. Because we didn't mm. need a shoe rack, we needed to get rid of some pairs of flip flops.
1: That's so true. Rather than just organizing everything we own, pare it down. Pare it down, absolutely. And I found because I'm because I have no qualms getting rid of stuff ever. Same. I'm a good partner <laughs> in this, and so sometimes women can employ the help of a friend who's ruthless. Like if you're not ruthless, if you're hearing this thinking, I can't do it. Everything's too precious. Everything's too wonderful. Bring your friend in who's like, that's out of style. Get rid of it. Uh, those shoes are ugly. Bye. Yes. Um, or you have four pairs that look essentially <laughs> the same.
0: I um, love this. I absolutely yes. think that that is the best gift you could give a friend is to show up with coffee and a box of trash bags and say, let's go. And my mom do has this. done that for me so many times. I swear the last time she was here, she walked in the front door and said, "I, there's a lid. There is a lid in your kitchen without a bottom. What's going <laughs> on? Help me find the lid. <laughs>
1: Every family has a story, lots of stories. But how much do you know about them? The lives of your grandparents and your grandparents' grandparents and all the ancestors who came before. And like us, our ancestors were amazing people who also lived through extraordinary situations. As I walked through this last year, an unprecedented one by many definitions, I found myself wanting to learn more and more about my own family tree and what challenges and hardships and triumphs and opportunities my ancestors faced in their own individual lives. That's where Ancestry has come in for the win. Ancestry helps you search billions of records to learn more about who came before, so you could be here today. You can build a family tree and find details about your ancestors' lives. Maybe you'll discover what they did to earn a living in a census record, or see a resemblance in a photo, or find the town where your great-grandfather grew up, and so much more. Learning these little facts, these stories, is such a huge connector to deeper understanding of both our past and our present, especially in a time where a sense of disconnection has been a constant. It's really significant and offers a new way to get closer to your own family. Because here's the thing, there's strength in every family story learn more about yours at Ancestry. So start exploring your family story today. Head to my URL at Ancestry.com slash for the love to get your Ancestry DNA kit and start your free trial. So that's Ancestry.com slash for the love. And you know, what's funny, what's true is that even the, some decisions feel absolutely tortured. You think, yes. oh, I really, I feel like I'm going to want this and mm-hmm. this feels hard to give up. I promise you no. hand to the heavens in in two months you will not even remember what you had right you won't miss it I promise you will not miss it right um, you'll find out that you didn't actually need all that stuff after all mm-hmm. even if it felt really laborious to pry your fingers off of it yeah in two months it feels free
0: you know here's a good example of that is is children's artwork you know, oh, dear. they bring home all those things and they hand them to us and we ooh and ah over them. And we hang, we have these boards in our kitchen and we hang them up, um, to display for, you know, until the next thing comes and then we take it down and you know what we do with it? We throw it away. Yes, I know well. everybody listening to this is like, you're not a horrible mother, me. but me. let me tell you that, that little thing, if it had a handprint or a footprint on it, I will save it. But uh-huh. if. If it is, you know, a painting of a really awesome pig that they made at school, when they brought it home to me and they handed it to me, it served its purpose in my hands in that moment for me to say, look at you, you are an amazing artist. I love this. We're going to display it and enjoy it. And then it's gone. Um, okay the special the extra special things keep those like where they say that yes. while i'm at preschool my mom goes home and watches tv yeah. all day long like, totally yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> i've i've kept all through the years um the the a plus material it's yes. mostly writing like yes. that when they've written something either hilarious or wonderful or right. really iconic to that year yeah but yeah like the the turkey worksheet yeah. you did at yeah. thanksgiving and buy nope. trash oh, yeah. that's recycling and that's game. okay It's okay. I find generally with women, we're pretty in tune to other people's needs and outside projects, running the house, caring for the kids and the husband and everybody. But um, what are some things here that you think are are pretty important that we can easily employ just to be better caretakers of our own souls?
0: Oh, goodness. Aren't we all so bad at this? I know. I I think so. I still struggle Mm -hmm. here a lot because we've just got a lot of kids and We're busy, and I, I I just want so much for them. I pour and pour and pour into them, and then at the end of the day, I'm like dead and empty inside. (laughs) So I just started unapologetically carving out an hour a week for myself, or two, or three. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know that meant saying no to a lot of good things. Um, but I realized saying yes to myself was even more important. And I, um, I went through some health stuff, even with all the stress of last year, I ended Mm -hmm. up being diagnosed with a thyroid issue um, that we believe was really brought on by stress. And I knew obviously for health reasons, but more so for my heart, I was going to have to like feed myself this year. And so I started working out and I never thought I would be that kind of person that would like Do that. (laughs) Right. I don't like sweating, but (laughs) but I did, and I started spending you know three hours a week or so just working out or running. And even though Uh it was hard, I just I felt my soul getting stronger, and I realized that sounds kind of ridiculous. No, it sounds
1: absolutely true. It
0: happened. It it just I felt my body getting stronger. I I did not lose one single pound. I'll tell you that Mm. because I started like gaining muscle and like just becoming stronger mentally and physically, and it that made such a difference for me that and like feeding myself this is silly but mm. i i would absolutely die if one of my children missed breakfast i would i would right. absolutely die but do you know how many breakfasts i've skipped in my life oh yeah a zillion so true it's terrible and it's just so and you know i started just I made a list of three easy breakfasts that I could make for myself and I taped it to the refrigerator and my husband laughed. He's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I have to remind myself while I'm feeding them to eat something that's good for me. And so avocado toast, yogurt with granola on it or scrambled eggs, easy peasy.
1: I like that. Um, I like the, just the tiny, simple discipline of not just making a decision, but just Writing it on a piece of paper and sticking it to your refrigerator. There's something about that step right there, Mm -hmm. which seems to um, press, put the gas down toward actual execution. Yes. There's such a gap between I'm having this thought in my mind and actually pulling it off. And it's just that simple. Like for me, if I write something down... I feel like I'm 10 times more likely to do it, which is why I make lists yeah. of tasks. Because mm-hmm. um, all of a sudden, there they are. And now I'm looking at them with my eyes and I can cross them off, which is incredibly satisfying. So satisfying. <laughs> it feels so good. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure you have done this, but as a person who needs that little um, sense of, of accomplishment, yeah. I will sometimes on a list, write down a thing that I've already done. Yes, just to cross and it off. just cross it off. Uh, I just no need shame to remind it. myself, you also did this, even though you didn't write it down. <laughs> no yeah. shame. You know how spring gets sometimes when you're out and about and all of a sudden it starts to rain. Do you ever freak out about what shoes you need to wear when you go out just in case? I mean, obviously you want to look cute, but you also need shoes that'll hold up when the weather isn't perfect. Actually, this problem is super easy to solve. Just get yourself a pair of Rothy's. Like I can't tell you how many times that Rothy's have come to my rescue because they are literally the perfect shoe. They come in a range of styles and colors and patterns that change out all the time. And everything is adorable. Plus finding your perfect pair is easy because Rothy's comes with free shipping and free returns on eligible items. Here's where the magic is. Rothy's are fully machine washable. It's true. You just toss them in the washing machine and they come out fresh as a daisy. I've done this with mine so many times. I wear my Rothy's just to death, to absolute death. They're my favorite throw on sneaker. So check out all their amazing shoes and bags and masks available right now at rothys.com slash for the love. So that's rothys.com r-o-t-h-y-s.com slash for the love style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites head to rothys.com slash for the love today. Okay. Back to our show. If you could just speak for one minute, because to some people, this, this whole idea, the whole, the whole process, um, of, of organizing and streamlining our life, it just doesn't feel attainable. Like you have some natural gifts. And you've got your mom It's this great example. Some of us had moms that were hoarders, right? right? (laughs) Or or we just have never been good at this, or we've believed a set of lies about our capacity here. And so um, can you just speak for a minute to the women who feel like, I can't do it. I can't pull it off. Um, In fact, this is attainable to everybody, isn't it?
0: It absolutely is. You know, there's so many things in the world that we can't control and a lot yes. of times those things make us feel like we can't control the things inside our home or the things mm. inside our hearts and it's a lie it, and what that what we have to do with that is realize that while there is so many things that we can't control we can control those things and all it takes is a little bit of step by step work it takes yes. a, it takes a heart change and i think that's my biggest piece of advice is that There's some worksheets in the book that that really walk you through, like, why is this important to you? Why does it matter? Mm -hmm. It it matters because you deserve a place, a home, no matter how big or small your home or your family, you deserve a place that is a place of peace and of rest and of respite and of reconnection out away from all the things going on in our world that we can't control. You get mm-hmm. to decide what happens mostly inside the four walls of your home. And when you put your heart in that place to say, I deserve this, mm-hmm. I, I am worthy of this kind of happiness, and I can attain this sort of simplicity in my life, no matter how complicated things feel, that is such an, an incredible just starting point. And it really propels you through the rest of the process as you're digging through your home and, you know, meal planning and technology and motherhood, just all the things that we address in the book. Um, It propels you through those things and it helps you in the hard parts where you want to give up. Cause that will happen. You'll get to a point where they like, this is crazy. This is too much. I just, I should give up now. And that's where you tap back into that heart piece you know, remembering that you're worth it, that you deserve it. And um, it just helps you kind of push on through.
1: You can see why that was one of our most downloaded episodes, right? A handful of things I heard this second time through, because honestly, after this year, after the last calendar year, this conversation almost feels brand new to me. I have so many new places in my own personal life to apply it. So many things have happened in my life too, that I go, oh, I hear that different now. Oh, right. Or that is actually really, 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 really true. So one thing though that I was hearing again, and it's happening here in my house, is that <laughs> it's spring cleaning. Because it kind of feels monumental sometimes, right? Especially after all these months of everyone in the whole family being mostly at home but it doesn't have to come all in one lump. I am literally doing this right now. It doesn't have to, Emily taught me to do this. If we are intentional to declutter, I don't know, maybe like quarterly, twice a year maybe, we will find ourselves feeling so much freer, not tied to those things that we keep shoving to the back of the closet or the junk drawer right? Like the 17 spatulas we were talking about. That stuff makes me feel crazy. It feels small and dumb. Like who cares? Yet it has an accumulated effect on the way I'm feeling. Like when I have really decluttered, when I am living in a simplified space, I feel better. It's, this is a fact this is just a fact. I also know I shared about how I, I have to write things down so I remember to do them. I have to put like notes on, I have to set alarms. I really do. But Emily's planners are actually exceptional place to log those moments. But I also learned a great habit from Gretchen Rubin, who was another amazing guest we've had on the show, called the one minute rule. Do you guys remember this? When I tell you that I think about this, probably at least 10 times a week. And Gretchen's episode was I don't even remember, a couple of years ago. This lodged in my brain matter so hard. Her one minute rule, if there's a little thing to do, just little, and by little meaning, it would take less than one minute to do this thing. Hang that jacket in the closet instead of throw it over the back of the chair. Take those shoes to the closet instead of kicking them by the front door. Set that cup and dish into the dishwasher instead of leaving it in the sink grabbing that pile of mail and moving it to where your mail actually lives stuff like that those weird little less than one minute unfinished tasks they're like gremlins right they sit on our shoulders and just make us feel crazy like and they make us feel like we're procrastinating because we are on something stupid I think about that one minute rule all the freaking time like here's what I swear this morning I was in my bathroom putting on my makeup And I had all my stuff like on my counter. And I was about to walk out and just leave it as it was with my finished face. And I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. If I put my makeup back into my little baggie, zipped it, and put it in the drawer four inches underneath my counter, my countertop would be clean. I thought it's the one-minute rule. I'm like, how long will that take me? I bet that will take me 14 seconds. So I zipped, zip, stack, put Put it in a drawer. Put 14 seconds. My bathroom counter is completely tidy. <laughs> I know that feels—it's a dumb example. It's just that it just happened today. One minute rule: If it can take a minute or less, just do it. All right. I also one last thing before I sign off here. I love how Emily can connect letting go to moving forward in her approach to simplify. I I think the connection there is undeniable. It's like actually a really important correlation. And by the way, she really expands on this in her new book, Growing Boldly. She draws really on her own story of creating a highly successful business and loving the process. That's possible. And she shows us that we can pursue our dreams and serve others, right? Without, hello, compromising our own needs all at the same time, this is possible. What a great time to be reminded of that potential and that really and truly, we really can all build a life we love. We can. And it's not just this or just that or never this. We can combine the best parts of the story into a simplified life that actually works for us, that works for our families, our marriages, our kids, our co-workers, and our friends. I love it. Love it. Love her. Love this conversation. Love these timeless truths. I'm going to hang back onto them again, you guys. Thanks for joining. See you next week.